In what is probably one of the strangest scenes that we find in the Torah, a donkey talks. And Hashem opened up the mouth of the she-donkey. And she says to Bilam, What have I done to you? That you have hit me, that you have stricken me, these three regalim. What exactly is the meaning of regalim, or in this context, shalosh regalim? It sounds oddly familiar, and perhaps you're also familiar with the reasonably famous Rashi that addresses these words, but we have to address them right now and try to understand why the Torah specifically chose this word choice of shalosh regalim. What does it mean that Bilam had beaten his donkey three regalim? We address that question as we enter another dimension. One not only of Pshat, but of Remez, Drash, and Sod, a journey into a mystifying paradise of Parsha and imagination, which we call the Parsha Pardes. Welcome to Parsha Pardes, or Parsha Paradise, here at the database of Rabbi Shah Eisenberg, where this week's Parsha is Parsha's Balak. And if you enjoy these Shuram and others on the podcast and you want to partner up with us to give a sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, or recommendations for Shuram like this and others, or if you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group for frequent updates and links for every uploaded share, then all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's thedatabase, B-E-I-S, at gmail.com. Now, as we address the question of the Torah's word choice and really the, the Hashem's word choice for the donkey, what the she-donkey says to Bilam and what's going to be echoed by the angel that, uh, that rebukes Bilam after the donkey does. So the word choice, once again, was that Bilam had stricken the donkey Shalosh Regalim. And the loose translation, which we'll see appears in some of the Mepharshim Al-Pipshah, is that Regalim means three times. Now what we have to still address is the reason why the Torah used this word to refer to the three times that Bilam had stricken the donkey, because there are other words, as we're going to see, that the Torah could have used, at least one basic other word that the Torah could have used to refer to um, the amount of times that someone does something. And even if you are, once again, familiar with the Rashi that addresses this question, Al-Pij Rash, we still should be able to answer this question, Al-Pij Pshad, as well. Because Words have meanings, right? Um, the semantics in Torah is very, very important, especially since there are no words that are pure synonyms. So we have to go through the different layers of pardes once again to really understand the Torah's word choice, and we could appreciate them al pipshat, al pidrash, and of course al piremes and sod as well. So with that in mind, let's uh, take a look at some of the mafarshim al pipshat. So if you go to Rashi, not the Rashi on this pasuk. But the Rashi, on the very first time that we find this, the, the reference to Shalosh Regalim. Right, so we're going to see, when we get to Remez and Drash, that of course, the thing that we probably all had in mind when we heard the words Shalosh Regalim is the Shalosh Regalim, the three Amim Tovim, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, which are the, the three um, holidays which we all have a mitzvah of Aliyah L'Ragel um, to go up to, uh, to Yerushalayim, to go up to the base of Mikdash. So we are going to see that very soon. And before we get to that Rashi, I want us to look at the first time that, um, that we find the word Shalosh Regalim in reference to these Shalosh Regalim, and that is in Parshas Mishpatim. And in Parshas Mishpatim, so if you look at Rashi over there, 
on the word regalim, when the Pasuk says that you should um, you should rejoice and celebrate three regalim for me. So it says Rashi, regalim are pa'amim. There are times, three times. And says Rashi, v'chein kihi kisani zeshalash regalim. And says Rashi, back in Mishpatim, similarly, so this Pasuk in, in Shmos and Mishpatim is 2314, Chav Gimel Yadal. So there Rashi says, yeah, and look look what it says in Parshas Balak, that the, yeah, you hit me three regalim. So according to Rashi, what it seems that these words are basically synonyms, which is something that we don't like to say, so we're going to have to dig a little bit deeper. But according to Rashi, says Rashi, at least in Mishpatim, yeah, the word regalim means pamim, and look in Parshas Balak to see that's in fact what the word means. So that that is how Rashi would explain. But what it does not completely um, answer is why we find the word choice of regalim when you could have just said pa'amim, right? So for example, uh, in a different part of our parsha, Balak is going to say to Bilam, "Hey, I wanted you to curse the Bnei Israel, and these three times you actually blessed them." And what word is used? The word is pa'amim. So why doesn't he say regalim? Why is regalim only said in this pasuk? We have to answer that question very soon. Now. Another example, when Moshe Rabbeinu hits the rock, it doesn't say that he hit the rock um, to Regalim, it says he hit it Pa'amim. Right, last week's Parsha, Parsha Schukas, so Moshe Rabbeinu only hit it, um, he only hit it two times, but the, the, the point over there is that the word Pa'amim is used. Right, so we don't, we don't find the word Regalim. So we have to still, even Al-Pip we have to do a little bit more to answer this question. So with that in mind, I direct your attention to the Ibn Ezra, who says, in our Parsha, it says Regalim, so he says, Perashtiv. This is I explained it already. Okay, well, where'd you explain it, Ibn Ezra? So, let's go to the same Pasuk. The only other time we find the Shlosh Regalim in the Torah is in Shmos, Chaf Gimel, Yedal, the Pasuk that we just referenced, and see what the Ibn Ezra says over there. So, Regalim, says Ibn Ezra, Megizras Regal. It comes from the same root of the word Regal, a foot. Kirubam Regalim Amhaheim. Because... The, the context of the of the regalim, the Shosh Regalim, are people who should travel by foot. Right? That, that's the basic idea. The Shosh Regalim is people travel by foot to make a pilgrimage to Eretz Yisrael, to Yerushalayim, and therefore the word regalim is used. Ah, so why is it used in our Pasuk? So while you're thinking about that, I will point you to similar Mepharshim, the Malbim and Rav Shamshin of Hirsch, who give basically a similar explanation and happens to be the Malbim and, and Rav Hirsch were contemporaries. They were, I think, exa- basically exactly the same age. And um, you know, I've, I've noticed a number of times that they would give the same exact explanation of Pshat to a question. So in this case, we have a similar phenomenon. So just to skip a little bit in the Malbim's words, and uh, this can be found um, in context to uh, once again the same pasuk in Shemos that we've been referencing, so just skipping to a specific part in the Malbim. They would they would be they would um, they would be with their feet. They would travel with their feet. like it starts in Chagiga. Fine. And similarly, we find by Bilam says. The Malbim, Kikisani Zesh Shalosh Regalim, Ratzlomar Be'es Sheshnasama Halech Ragleha. Oh, so what's the Malbim referencing here? And this is going to be the answer I'll peep shot, and I know it took a while to get here. But why do we find the word Regalim in connection to the, uh, to the times that Bilam struck his donkey? Because each time that Bilam struck his donkey was considered basically like a different trip. Right, so when they when uh, when so when they were in one area, 
where the donkey uh, moved off to the side, or, and, or the second time when the donkey um, hit Bilaam's leg against the wall, and then the third time when the donkey just crouched on the road. So all of these three occasions, the, these were all three journeys. These were all considered three trips, right? Three times that the trip ended because the donkey stopped or because the donkey, um, because the donkey wavered. So all these three times were considered three different trips. Bilaam is making his own pilgrimage, as it were, to try to curse the Bnei Israel. So Bilaam is journeying on foot. Ah, so these three trips that Bilaam is taking, so now on each of these three trips, which really you can argue is one trip, we're going to see why very soon it has to be considered three trips, but um, grant, grant me for now that these are three trips on these three journeys, Bilaam hits the donkey. Thus, we have the answer, Alpi Pshat, that Regalim refers to trips. So occasions, yes, but occasions in the form of a journey. That's how we would explain the Pashat Pshat. And moving on to Remez and Drash, which we're going to put together. Um, so we have, um, so says Rashi on our Parsha, based on the Medjur Tanchuma, Zesh Shalosh Regalim, Ramaz Lo, he hinted to him, meaning the, the donkey hinted to Bilaam, you are trying to uproot the the nation the same nation that celebrates Shlosh Regalim every year. So the um, Sirashi uses the word remez, so we have a remez here. And not to leave you with just one um, one offering for remez and drash, let's try to elaborate on this medrash. So the medrash says once again that you're trying to uproot the nation that celebrates Shalosh Regalim, you're not going to succeed, because after all, they celebrate the Shalosh Regalim. So what exactly does that mean? What is the significance of the Shalosh Regalim? So the Mepharshi Rashi, in extending Drash, we address this question um, through the Mepharshi Rashi, many of them. So the Gur'arya explains that the Shalosh Regalim, they allude to the Nitzchias of Yisrael, that, the, that when you think about time, there's always a beginning and there's a middle and there's an end. And says the Gur Aryeh, Maharal, that the Shlosher Golem are references, they're allusions to beginning, middle, and end. And Klal Yisrael connects to both the beginning, the middle, and end. There's a Nitzchis, there's an eternality to Klal Yisrael. Bilam will never be able to uproot them, will never be able to destroy them. The Maskele David explains differently, that he explains that since Klal Yisrael's ability um, to declare the Amim Tovim through the Shalosh Regalim, the Shalosh Regalim, which are seasonal, and they depend on when Klal Yisrael, when the Beisdin declares them, right? So when they, they are Mikroi Kodesh, they are Elohei Moadai. So regarding these, um, regarding these, um, these Shalosh Regalim, so um, these show Klal Yisrael's um, um, a capacity to declare the Amim Tovim. So the Moscow David suggests that that, makes the, that that shows that they're also strong enough to override Hashem's anger. Bilam is trying to capitalize on Hashem's anger. So what the Moscow David doesn't completely explain is why this particular uh, mitzvah enables them to uh, overcome Hashem's anger, but it could be because of the Simchas Yom Tov. This is my suggestion. Because the Simchas Yom Tov, the Simcha is going to override the Kas. The Sisei Chachamim suggests, based on a, a, a Madrasha, that because of Aliyah Laregel, the whole mitzvah of Aliyah Laregel is to appear before Hashem. Hashem cares to see Klal Yisrael. If Hashem wants to see us through Aliyah Laregel, you think Bilaam's going to be able to destroy us when Hashem wants to see us? Clearly, if Hashem wants to see us, Bilaam's not going to be able to do anything about it. And finally, the Meshachachma, who explains that not about us being seen, which is part of the mitzvah, but Chazal Darshan, not just that, that we be seen, but we see. That the Zacharim, they come to see the face of the Shechina, 
Mishnah every time that they're Ola Regal. And says the Meshachach Mox, based on Rashi, that the, this, is a, this is a way to uh, strike back and counteract Bilam. Bilam, who couldn't even see the face of the Malach, he couldn't detect the Malach when it was right in front of him, but Kleinstrahl gets to see the face of the Shechina. There's no way Bilam's going to be able to, to uproot them. So that takes care of Remez and Drash. And now we finally move on to Sod. And for Sod, I give you from the Urbain Bachia, who explains as follows. He says, V'im taskil, b'nistar b'inyin. If you try to understand the nistar, the secrets of the matter, the mystical dimension, b'inyin ha'parasha timsa ki dibor ha'ason, ki dibor ha'nachash. He says the speaking, the speech of the shidanki is very similar to the speech of the nachash, that these were uh, both quite miraculous, not natural. He says, the donkey and the, the nachash, these didn't speak on their own because they, they don't have the ability to do that. They don't have the free choice to do that. They don't have that kind of a nefesh. So he says, the reason why we find this in connection to Hashem opening the mouth of the of the uh, of the donkey and, and revealing to him the angel that was there. He take up shadibra umisa nigla lo hamalach v'dabarimo. This is before um, so before the right, right after the donkey spoke and then the donkey got killed by the malach. So Hashem made the malach appear before Bilam so that Bilam could see the malach. And uh, some uh, some um, the safaria understands that the nachash was given the ability to speak by the satan. So we have a malach sort of guiding the speech of these animals. What's important here? He says, Three times the Pasuk says that the, that the donkey saw the Malach Hashem, but Bilam could not see it. So the three occasions, right, the, when he goes off the road, when he breaks Bilam's leg against the wall, or when he crouches on the road. So these three, these were three signs. All these were because of the Malach. So really the fourth sign was that the Malach spoke, but Bilam had three signs that his trip was not a good one, and he still did it, and he still kept going. And what this shows you, going back to what we suggested earlier, that the Regalim refer here to three occasions, three journeys. Was it really one journey? Was it really three? Well, really the journey should have stopped on three different times. The fact that Bilam kept going shows that there was a sign in front of his face that he should have listened and stopped the journey, but then he resumed anyway. So in a certain sense, it was like there were really three trips because there were three points where he was told to stop the journey and he didn't stop the journey. He continued going. And the point is that when the sign was right in front of his face and he didn't do it, when, and so then finally it took uh, the, the, the donkey to start talking and then even after that, he kept going. But the point is that the miracle in front of his face was to suggest that the journey's over. The journey's over when the when the when the when the malach is in your way. When the donkey stops, it's a simimin hashemayim that you should stop. So the, right then and there, the journey is over. But yet, Bilam kept going, and three times he hits his donkey. Three times he hits his donkey to demonstrate that he didn't take the sign min hashemayim. But of course, we know that Bilam is not going to be able to be okay. Klal Yisrael. Um, even if he, you know, he, even if he tries, even if his plan B is better than his plan A, but the point is that at the end of the day, Hashem wants to see us. Hashem um, and uh, Hashem uh, takes pride in our Aliyah Laregel, the Shlosh Regalim, the three journeys of Bilam are not going to be able to overcome the three journeys of Klal Yisrael um, to to Yerushalayim. We should be zochet to be able to experience that Aliyah Laregel once again. Have a wonderful rest of your week, and thank you for joining us here at the database.